okay, you know how American Idol people go on American Idol and they think they can fucking sing? Mm-hmm. When they obviously can't. And so they're... No, they're... But, but that's the difference. You can sing. That's not the point. I, I think I can't sometimes. Like, if I can't fucking... Well, let the audience decide. Okay. Well, anyway. He was just saying. Yeah, I was. Zach, can I borrow some money? Yeah, how much? I really want to buy this watch. Isn't that a gorgeous watch? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Intellectually Declined from A, A to Z. Z. I am one of your hosts, Zachary Andrew Bartelli. Oh, that was bad. Hit it on top. That's better. There. I'm your other host, Adam Christopher Decker. Ooh. Oh, you're trying to be topical, huh? And I'm having some McKinley whiskey. He's having some delicious Kona seltzer. What flavor is it? Passion fruit, orange, guava, oh, hard seltzer. Yeah, it's fucking awful, dude. Trying to swallow this down, gulp by gulp. Dude, you're not even jacked in. What the fuck? All jack in is a jack in. What the fuck? That's what, well, I mean, it's, yeah. What's that from? What movie is that? Is that Matrix? Yeah, it is. Jack Jacking in. in. <laughs> jack in, you don't jack off. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, um. Holy shit, there you are. Yeah, I know. Well, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. God, it's, oh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you heard our special, but we do have a special. Where we fuck around, play Madden, and then answer fucking Lord of the Rings questions because we wanted to go do trivia. And how did that trivia work out for us? Uh, well, the trivia answer. Oh, we did, we did find the first two rounds, and then when it got into the Silmarillion, we were fucked. Dude, but, it was just like, oh, it's oh, I thought these were about movies. I mean, if you do either answer, it's okay. But we were going for the movies, and the whole last part was like, these are all questions from one of the books that weren't part of the main series. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. You're gonna, you're gonna, you can't set the line and then move the line and say I'm over the line. You know what I mean, Jim right. Jeffries? Yeah, absolutely. No, he just, and then he got too fucking for schnicked, so he couldn't. He fucking slurring his words. No, dude. Yeah, the fucking was he the owner, right? I think so. Yeah. We won't say the place to protect him from whatever reason because he seems like a cool guy, and we yeah. don't want to fuck up his career. So this or place, uh, so <laughs> dude's fucking drinking again. Get, dude's getting turned as fuck while working and reading questions and he slurred his words and can't say shit they obviously have no idea what the fuck not saying no. that everyone who does the trivia and I should know everything about everything but obviously has like zero they should have a good idea like, not even a snippet like they were like uh, the city of Rohan uh, the, the fucking, I'm not gonna even attempt to say Legolas Aragon what's his name Aragon A-Win A-Win yeah <laughs> Oh, Bromir. Bromir. Oh, that was oh, the funniest. God. Oh, Bromir. Like, God, is this guy full of like, did, yeah, What the fuck yeah, is I going know. on? Well, did you did you see the chick across who was getting pissed off? She was like, Boromir. The table behind us? Yeah. The ones or were, the one next to us. There was ones that were tied to us that were right behind right. us. Right. Then there was that one table. Look, like they're having a good time just saying wrong shit. On oh, yeah. They were having fun. They were just oh, yeah. They, they didn't give a shit. Fuck around to find out. Yep. But it was it was kind of dumb, but it it was I mean it was fun like it was fun, friends but, camaraderie, but like actual trivia was fucking pretty yeah. daf dumb as fuck. Because the the first one they did was the same one we practiced on. I know, which and is really the second sad. One, they started finding it so different ones. The third one was all fucking fuck all. Yeah, but I mean it was it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good talk. I know, good talk. <laughs> anyway, so this has been another episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what happened to the jeep? You were telling me when we were down over at oh, the fucking God. trivia thing, your I jeep. I, I don't even know if I want to get into it now. Uh, it's fucking. Well, okay. It's going to be too long. You're going to bitch that I talk too long. Well, what do you mean? Can... Well, I'll give you 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Well, that's actually way longer than I was expecting. I 10 think. minutes. I was still way longer. Five minutes. 
I'd still look start talking. <laughs> so times uh, as TikTok. you know, recently I couldn't start the Jeep. I thought it was the switch, uh, the uh, actuation pin, as you know from this hand symbol. Right. But it ended up being the switch mm-hmm. because I couldn't start it. It, w- it would turn the key, nothing would turn over. Mm-hmm. So I shorted the starter, and it would start. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when I went to autos on the first time, I had trouble shorting it, and eventually got it going. Yeah. And uh, then I got the new uh, actuating pin, and I realized that wasn't the issue. It was a switch. So I put the new switch in, and it started up just fine right away. No problems. Okay. So fast forward, it's been, oh, what, two weeks, three weeks since it was fucking cold as titties out? Sounds about right. And so I went to the bank today, and I was going to go to Costco, got in the Jeep, went to start it, wouldn't turn over. Okay. Same thing. Turn the key, nothing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The switch went out again. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, it could be the starter too, I guess. And, you know, the Jeep, I'm not sure what the lifespan is on a starter technically. My Jeep has a, over 140,000 miles on it now. But it's also covered in oil from the oil leak that the Jeep has. Like, there's, there's like, there's grease and shit on it. Like, you know, it's it's not clean. It Stuff's probably seeped in the seals. Whatever. Okay. I, I know it's probably coming up on the docket with things that are going to break on this fucking turd. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> Never buy a Jeep. So, anyway... um. I, I went out there and I tried to fucking, uh, uh, I, I moved the fuse so I can, I skipped the clutch safety switch. And so I went to go try to jump it again, shorting the starter and it wasn't working. Like it was sparking. And I remember I did that in the autos of parking lot too, but it, it wouldn't go, it wouldn't go. I couldn't get a start and I was starting to panic. Um, cause it's starting to get time to like get ready to get to the store and get it you know ready. Like, right. This, I wasn't expecting to deal with this. And and I was like, fuck, man. I was like, I might have to talk, uh, call a tow truck to take me to the shop because I'm not sure what to do here. Like, I can't get to start. Yeah. And I can't leave it here. And so I called one of my workers to see if he opened the store. And I woke up from a dead sleep. He is, uh, eventually said that he would do it. And I was like, I'll let you have some changes. So I kept trying. So I was like, you know, if it is a starter, I've never ringing that. I've never done this. But I know that if you tap on the starter with like a hammer or something, usually they say like as someone else is starting it. doesn't have to be the case. But if you tap on the starter, um, it can help jolt it so it'll work correctly. Define so, tapping on it, like where the so keyhole you know, is on top, or do, like on. Do you this? know what a starter, what it looks like, or what it does, or how it works, or anything like that? I'm not no. trying to be a dick. No, I asking. don't. So, I just know that the key goes in it. You crank it, and boom, it turns so on. So the uh, fuck, I'm spacing the name of the uh, what's uh, fuck, man. I'm not spacing the goddamn turn. I'm gonna sound like a jackass. It's called Google. Pull it up. I, I Pull it up. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell a joke the, in the meantime. Tell a joke. I will. Um, Take your shoes. You you know what it made me think of? Uh, it's like oh, I, you, I remember. I remember. God damn I remember it. before I even typed it. Why up, couldn't I, I tell my joke? No, tell, I remembered as I was pulling Google up. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. It's fucking solenoid. All right, so, so, so please continue. Well, I was just gonna say, I don't think you love your boat that much. Whenever you take a boat up in the air, if you don't give it love, let her know how she she's doing before she keens, makes her a home. Oh, you don't know what that's from, do you? Sure fucking don't. It's from uh, fucking Serenity, dude. Captain Reynolds. Fuck. I mean, I, always, I think I, fu- I fucked the lineup, but... I only saw the movie one time. What? Yeah. I would Truth. say... You I know what? Firefly. I Firefly. I bought it from you or I bought it from Scott? I think you borrowed it from Scott. And I watched it. And my parents watched it. And they loved it. And we finally watched Serenity. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was fine. It was, me, it me, was personally, okay. me personally, I think Serenity is better than Firefly. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But don't, if I agree. I, 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 well, it's okay. I feel like they 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 definitely close up every. I, I believe they close up every loose end. Well, yeah, which was they, nice. They had to. They tried to. I know. I said they, they had. Sometimes to. they don't always do it. I know. Like do it or do do it well or do it at all. Well, they they, well, they, they, they did it, but it was it was okay. It was sad. It was satisfactory. Yeah, for it, what was it was satisfactory. That's a great way to put it. It, it was satisfactory for what it was, yeah. and given the circumstances of 
what it was. What they could do. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It was satis- it wasn't like, oh my god, that was amazing. It wasn't bad. It was satisfying. Yep, no. I agree. That was great. Satisfactory. It was fine. Anyway. Good joke. So the uh <laughs> sorry about the laugh. I just thought you were fucking you'd catch it. Anyway. Um So the the celluloid. So the solenoid. So oh. when you turn the so there's power from the battery to the to the solenoid and then the solenoid to the ground and then there's also a wire. It's I think it's called the neutral wire or the uh, I'm sure it's called the actuating wire. But basically, Google. when you it doesn't matter. I got when another you, joke. No, it's okay. Save it. <laughs> oh, okay. When you turn the key, it sends a signal to the from the wire to the the solenoid. The solenoid then gives power to the starter, which gives it a jolt. So a shaft pops, pops out of the starter, mm-hmm. and it literally turns over your engine physically, okay. and it cranks the engine. That's how it starts the motor. Okay. So it basically puts it into momentum, giving it friction to create the spark, I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But it basically, the solenoid gives power to the starter. The starter then it, it, it actuates it, and so it shoots out a shaft that then turns the motor. Okay? Does that make sense? Why do you have to say shaft like that? Oh, my God. Shaft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, I was trying. So, when you short a starter to make it work, you take a screwdriver and you touch it from the power coming in from the battery that's on the solenoid mm-hmm. to that actuating wire that comes in from your key. Okay. And that's it basically skips the key. Like, if you turn the key to the opposition, it tells it, like, it's okay to send power. It completes the circuit. And then you touch it and it sends juice straight over. And that's how your engine turns. Okay. That's what I did when, my, when I thought my switch was broken, right? Okay. So, anyway. If you tap on a starter, so the solenoid's here, the starter's right next to it, right below it, typically. It's larger. Okay. If you tap on the starter, so I believe there's magnets inside, and that's, I'm not exactly sure how it works exactly, like, like from a technical standpoint, but there's magnets in there, and when you, sometimes there's a part in the motor that gets stuck. Yeah. If you tap on it, it'll loosen the magnet, and then it'll spin out and actuate your engine. Okay. And start your engine. Um, now, you're outside O'Reilly at this moment? No, I'm outside the bank today. Oh, the bank. Okay. I was saying I did get stuck out of AutoZone when I first had this issue with my switch. We're, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The part in the steering column. So Apologies. It's fine. Okay. So um, when you tap it, it can jar it loose and get over the the dead zone and make it work. Okay. And so I tapped the starter, mm-hmm. and then I tried uh, shorting it again, and finally it shorted. I got it started. I was like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy from the bank came out and checked me, too. It was nice. Um, mm-hmm. But I got it going. I was like, well, I can't make it to Costco now. I went to the store. I, I, I let my worker know that I didn't need him, and he was very thankful he can go back to bed. And so okay, <laughs> I got to the store. What? Ungrateful little. You got to be on call. You got to be ready when St. Jack's. He's literally the only other person. He's like, why don't you call someone? So I'm like, he has another job in a different city. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He oh. was he was half awake. Okay. Yes, I know. So he's my only other option. He literally lives very very close to the store, like super close. That's and he's a great option. Yeah. Um, but other than he can't drive, he can, drive. He can walk though. I, I was very. Th- he eventually accepted. Like I said, I was very thankful he accepted. Although he obviously didn't want to, but I do appreciate he was willing to. Um, and we'll give him a shout out here on this podcast. Thank you, Mister Who. Uh, thank you. For being you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. So anyway, um, I ended up making the store. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't need them or anything. And um, I then I tried like researching. And I was going to leave early for the trivia thing. And I was just trying to figure. I was trying to do work and then figure out, you know, what I needed to do to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't sure where to start exactly. Yeah. And of course, like only when I leave early or need to leave early, mm-hmm. or if I have something important going on, like something like this. 
I get bombarded with customers. Always. It's like a fucking Murphy's Law type thing. Yeah, it is. And it was just... I know that feeling very much so. It started off slow, then I got fucking slammed, then it was dead for a few minutes, and slammed again, and I was like, by the time it was the right time, and I I stayed after trying to figure things out. Yeah. And so... So, also, while I'm... Right after I called this worker, I got another call from another another worker. I was like, I was thinking like, why would he call him and ask him to help? Because he doesn't have a key to the store. And so I answered the phone. He's like, oh, uh, I need whatever paper for my taxes. And I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the store right now. Like, does you need it today? He's like, uh, well, I guess not. And I'm like, I'll get you. He says, I can't. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, fast forward. I finally was getting ready to leave today mm-hmm. after I did some reading. And I had the, so I had the lady from the coffee shop come over real quick. And so if you... I'm trying to rule out some things. So I was like, I was thinking maybe it's my switch again. Like, maybe the switch is a piece of shit. Yeah. It didn't work. Okay. So you could check voltage. So check your battery. Battery's good. Uh, 12.6 volts or whatever it is. Sure. And then you check your starter. You touch it to the hot coming from the battery, and then you ground it on the body of the, the car. S- the, the starter. The starter. So that's grounded to the car. Okay. And that's how you check. Like, there should be power there no matter what. Like, there's always power going to it. It's hot. Yeah. And I couldn't get a reading because it's covered in grease and shit. So I, I, I found a good contact place, and it said 12 point whatever volt, 12.4, because you have some, you lose some. Yes. And then, so when you turn the car over. <laughs> you have some, you lose some. Is that a song? Well, I was just yeah, you have some, you lose some. Unless or you win some, you lose some. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You dumbasses. Oh, fuck off. I'm high. What's his excuse? Yeah, what's, your, what's her excuse? No, what's your excuse? Oh, I'm stupid. Oh. All right. Cool. Jesus Christ. I'm a dumb shit. All right. So if you take... God. Fucking giggly over there. Well, Jesus. You almost had time. Yeah, I know. Dude, I was already like eyeballing the time. And I well, was you like, guys keep interrupting. You've gone o- no, we... Adam, we have not. We have been very You're interrupting patient. interrupting right now, I'm interrupting you now, but... May I continue? You may. It's almost over. I promise. So if you take the hot... Oh, Christ. <laughs> Can I finish? Well, there it goes. There goes my fucking car. <laughs> fucking cheap. <laughs> Sorry. Big Lebowski. Yeah, we got it. Oh, okay, good. So, I have a multimeter, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I take it if you... <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I don't interrupt, Adam. I won't look, I won't look at you. Fucking consecutively. I won't, I won't look at you. Picture my face. Ladies and gentlemen, he is fucking losing his shit. <laughs> God damn. Well, it's just because it's so stupid. That's why. Anyway, okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Finish the fucking right. story. So you take the multimeter, you touch it to the wire that comes in from your starter, from your where you turn your key. Yeah. And that wire comes in and tells the starter to go. So you take your multimeter, put it there, and then you ground it to the body. And when you turn the key, it should show about around almost 12 volts, 11.67 on my end. Okay. It should show 12 volts, which means that there's power coming from the key to tell the starter to go. Yeah. Now, if it starts, that means everything's good. If it doesn't, that means you have power coming, but your starter's not moving, so the starter's bad. Okay. Or if it shows zero volts, then the something's wrong that you're, you're something in your uh, ignition area, which is what I replaced. Gotcha. So I had her turn the key, the coffee shop uh, owner. And I tested all that, and I had zero volts. I'm like, oh, the switch is bad again. And then I, after she left, I was like, fuck, man, but that doesn't make any sense because I was trying to start it, and it wasn't going. 
And I was like, and it's dirty under there. I wonder if, you know, I'm not making good enough ground contact. I'm not getting a good Oh, number. I thought she like had fucked up or no, no, something. No, no, no. You were blaming her. No, I, I don't think I was I don't think I was bus. getting a good ground, okay. which is my fault. So anyway, after stress thinking and doing a little research and being super busy, mm-hmm. I, after I closed up, I went back out there. And I was gonna, I was like, all right, I, I got the same screwdriver. I it had some dried paint, and I was like, maybe it's not getting good contacts. The screwdriver's there, so I tried sanding it. I had a little bit of really fine sandpaper, okay. and I tried sanding that down. And I grabbed another clean screwdriver. So I had to work and went with the clean screwdriver. Tried jumping it. It wasn't going. Sparks flying, sparks flying. I'm like, it's not going. Am I making bad contact? And I I wiped it down, the oil off with a rag mm-hmm. on on the starter. Yeah. And then my other worker showed up at the same time, and I was like, oh, I was like, for the fuck of it. So I grabbed the key and I turned it, and it started. And I was like, what the fuck? I turned it off. Is he magical? And I started it, and is, it started again. Is he is he magical? Then I turned it off, and then a third time I tried starting it, it wouldn't start. Does he have magnetic powers like Magneto? Well, you showed up, and that's what changed. He's like, hey, do you have that paper? And I was like, I forgot all about it. I have other stuff going on. He's like, oh, I really need it. I'm like, right now? And he's like, he's like, well, uh, my mom wants to take it to wherever tomorrow. She needs whatever information. Did she drop him off? Uh, no, he drove. Oh, okay. And I was like... All right, give me a second. I tried start, uh, shorting it again. It wouldn't go. I was like, it just started. What the fuck is going on? Man, real quick. So the the key worked, but the way you were trying to trick yeah, it wasn't Yeah, but then the key stopped working. working. Okay. And so, but I remembered every time I replaced that switch when I start it, sometimes it'll start right away like it used to. Yeah. And every once in a while, it'll kind of like go, rah, rah, rah. like it's like almost rough starting. Uh-huh. Like it's not getting enough juice. And I'm just like, that. it hasn't done that since I replaced that switch in the ignition. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, maybe it's a starter because, I mean, it sounds like starters can intermittently work. Yeah. Like, they can be go, they can be good and then, like, have a hiccup and then not work correctly if they're wearing out inside. Mm. Anyway, I gave him this paper and I came back out and I was leaving and I said, hey, uh, he's leaving and I couldn't get to, to short. And I was like, hey, could you help me real quick? I'm like, I'm like, let me grab the multimeter again. Like, when I tell you to turn the key. So I tested my voltages and, I, and it was hard to get it situated to see it. Right. That's the whole point is I need to see what's on there. And so... I found a good ground to make sure it was good. I tested it to make sure the voltage was good. So I took that same ground. I'm like, turn the key, and I tested where it comes in, mm-hmm. and the voltage was good. Yeah. So that means everything inside, it's like, it's got to be the starter then. Yeah. Because if the power is coming to it, the signal's going, it's yeah. the starter. Okay. So I'm like, my, and I tried turning the key. I tried shorting it when it go. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, hey, real quick, when I tell you to turn the key, I'm going to tap on it with the screwdriver to see if that'll knock it loose like it ended up working earlier. Uh-huh. He's like, all right. And I'm like, I started tapping it. I was like, all right, turn the key. Started right up. So obviously, there's power going to it. I have to tap on it. The starter is bad. Can you do it? Can you do that? At, like, can you tap it? Like, like, can you tap no, it you and turn re- the key? You, can't re- you, need, you need another person. Could you like get it like what an I did attach- earlier? Can you get like an attachment oh and fucking maybe like- earlier? I tapped it then started. You don't have to do it. Se- you don't have to do it simultaneously, right. as I learned today, and I also saw some other stuff online. Uh huh. I'm almost done, I promise. I see you looking at the time. I, I just looked at it now. May I finish? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, there's power to it. You tap on it, and it goes. Obviously, it's a starter because it's the signal is going to it. So, I never te- checked the voltage last time. So, now I'm like, was it the starter before? And I replaced all the stuff in the dash for nothing? But it was. But the thing is, I can't know that for sure because when I shorted it, it started fine. Mm-hmm. And if the starter is bad, when you short it, it shouldn't work. Uh, and I was thinking, like, I had trouble in AutoZone starting it. That was the only time I had trouble. The rest of the time, I was fine. Like, yeah. I was like, was it caught in a weird area where it was hiccuping? And then when I got it past that, like, it would have started fine. Like, I never tried the key again mm-hmm. after the AutoZone event, I don't think. 
or maybe I did. I might have. So I don't know if perchance the the starter was stuck in a weird spot, and then when I shorted it, it worked, mm-hmm. or if the switch was bad, and I replaced the switch, then it's died, or if they were like weird timing. Like usually, it's like the way things time out. There's usually like it was probably just a starter, but I'm like the timing is really weird. It could have been the switch where the key is, or it could have been the starter still as well. Mm-hmm. Like I have no way of knowing for sure because I never checked the voltage to begin with because I didn't consider it. And I also didn't have the multimeter at the time either. Yeah. But this time I did have it because I was going to bring it home for the Jeep for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, I don't really know at this point if it might have been the other thing as well or if it's just this thing. But I know for sure that it is this thing, um, unless I'm wrong, then fuck me. But I ordered a replacement and I won't be here early next week. It sounds like it should be easy to switch out. There's just a couple bolts and a couple wires uh-huh. in theory, which that never works out for me. As yeah. Bree knows. Yes. But I ordered a new one. I'm going to borrow my ex-boss's truck to get me by to get some supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to take the Camaro out there tomorrow, which I still need to start to see if it starts. I haven't started for a couple months. Ooh. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that, that was my story. And you're sticking to it. Yeah, fucking. So the, what's the moral of the story, Adam? Don't buy a Jeep. <laughs> don't buy a Jeep. Ladies and gentlemen, don't buy a Jeep. All right. They're costly. They're, they're, they're I, problematic. The, the thing is, all right, they one smell. thing. smell. I won't complain about now. One thing I won't complain about real quick. Yeah. Although this Jeep is a pain in the ass and it's caused me a lot of stress and a lot of issues, I will have to say that it has forced me to learn a lot of stuff. Yes. Like early Saturday noon, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have it towed to a shop because I can't figure it out and I don't have time to spend on this, which is true. My time is money. I have things to do. Right. But like, I also hate paying someone else to do something that I feel like I could do. Yes. Within reason. Yeah. And I just like, I hate the idea of doing that, but I was going to resort to that. But I did it. And I ended up learning from it, and now I feel more, uh, I guess... Illuminated. Yeah, illuminated, uh, but I can... Capable? Capable. There we go. Let's keep these Enlightened. edges coming. Yeah, enlightened. Let's keep these edges coming. They're all pretty good. Um, Don't say something dumb. I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> Jeep savvy. <laughs> yeah, Jeep savvy. But I, I feel like... I car t- smart. Going forward, if I had another car, did something similar in the future, I know that everything's not 100% the same. Mechanical. The way it's structured, fundamentally, they're the same. Punctual. And so I can apply that towards future stuff. Some st- stuff is... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Some stuff is vehicle uh, dependent. Yeah. Specific for that vehicle. Right. But other things... A lot of things to be applied to multiple vehicles. Sorry. And... <laughs> Sorry. He's, right. he's getting antsy. He wants to talk so fucking bad. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm just saying, like, but, you can but, apply but, this but knowledge towards other stuff. You I, can apply it to other things. I appreciate the things that you, I learned. You like, the, still- you like the fact that it is it is problem solving to... I love knowledge. I love it after the fact. In the moment, I hate it because it's frustrating. Right. But after the fact, I love it because I love knowledge and I love learning how to do stuff I didn't know how to do. That's fair. But it's still frustrating. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay. I'm done. It's not no. about it's not about the end. It's the journey. Remember that, Adam. No, he does not agree with it. I know he doesn't agree with he it. Says that philosophy I know he says the philosophy is bullshit, that but it is smart is also Executive producer, if you'd like to talk, why don't you get a microphone? <laughs> I don't see you have a microphone. Yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. So anyway, I digress. Let, it me, let me have a little sip of this. No, go for it. Because that was a long fucking TED talk of well, I hope you walked away learning something. I did. Uh, compunctual. Or right. the cat. What All was right. it? Capillary low? Isaac, two questions. Yeah. 
I have two questions for you. I'm, I'm listening. I'm gonna test you right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. See, I'm ready. If Zaxman's listening, com- compar- uh, com- com- fuck. compartmentalization. Not yet. You're not no, UFO no. stuff yet. Yeah, no, we're getting there. Anyway, so two questions. Yes. What do you do? You go to turn your car on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Is it my ignition system, where my key goes, or my starter, where the battery goes? They both go to the bat- the starter. But still, what? Which one is it? I call AAA and they come help me. No, no, no. What? <laughs> I'm testing what you've learned. You have a screwdriver in your car. It, well, I'm not going to use a screwdriver. Why would I do that? I, sh- so I'm going to tap it. And, dude, I don't. I, dude, I don't. I'm not going to try any of that weird fucking magic car mechanic bullshit. You want to try if you knew how to? No, I'm just going to try and jump the car, and if it doesn't work, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm walking to work. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I don't know. I, might, I just told you. Oh, well, yeah. The, uh, okay, I got a better answer. How about this? If my car doesn't start, I'm going to call my good friend Adam Decker, and he's going to come a running and help me. I can imagine my friend Taylor right now being like, so that's what that feels like. So that's what that feels like. Okay, what was your number? What was question number two? It was pertaining to starting your car in a situation when you don't know what the fuck to do. I was trying to help you fucking explain to me how to diagnose the issue. Well, yeah. Uh, ask me the question. I didn't get to finish the first question. Well, finish the first question then. I was going to say, what do you do first to figure out if it's your ignition or your starter? Oh, uh, you start it. <laughs> I need another drink. Uh, yeah, you probably do. Fuck question two. Please, let's hear your fucking thing. You're just so goddamn... Jo- Ladies and gentlemen, the main event, Zach Bartelli here, wants to tell you <laughs> some top secret stuff that he has, quote, done his research, end quote, about. So let's listen now. Let's all gather around like a bunch of cute little kids, crisscross applesauce. So what are you going to tell me, Zach? Your fucking dumb fucking shit. You cannot wait. I was watching. Um, there was okay. There's a YouTube channel called The Y Files. Okay. Is there a Z Files? Mm, Is that next? No, that could be. That could be X Files, Z Files. Anyway, so he was talking about. Uh, he was talking. Uh, it, it it was weird because the episode like he he likes to do like you know conspiracy theories like uh, UFO alien type stuff he does like um just lots of interesting like paranormal kind of stuff right okay so anyway I just got fascinated by this group of individuals which Bree I will call her by her actual name would probably appreciate because it is. One of her little favorite things that she enjoys. Anyway, so let me get my notes. I want the audience to know that I actually fucking did do. I, I like that type this shit out. Notes, people. That is not him just ruffling some paper. Yeah, no, it's 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 legit. Okay, so where do I begin? So, um, in the UFO community, would you believe that there are people that are meant to disin like disinformation? I believe that. Do I believe that's what was, what was your question? Well, do you do you believe? Well, I mean, it's just like okay. So the UFO community, they have. Um, um, I know. Go ahead. I'm No, I mean I understand your question. There's there's just there there's just understand. there's so much in my brain and it's just like it's hard to where 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 to fucking begin. Okay. 
I guess let me start with there was supposedly, or I don't know if it's completely confirmed, but um, there was a group known as the Aviary. For birds? For birds, yes, correct. So this group, their main mission, their main goal was UFO disinformation. They were meant to go and dilute the UFO community. This is back in the 70s and the 80s and maybe early into the 90s. Now, what's interesting about this group is each of the members was given a code name, which was specifically a bird. Okay? Okay. Now, let me start off, um, but it's known as like the Aviary UFO Disinformation Secret Group, right? They were hired by the CIA to basically send out like disinformation for every kind of UFO story that in existence from, from like, like, okay, um, let me, so there was a guy by the name of Pat Price, and this is where the Y-Files started. They started off talking about this guy by the name of Pat Price. So Pat Price was a, uh, he was a, I guess you would call him a psychic, I guess, that was hired by the government. Okay, so do you remember the movie Men Who Stare at Goats? Do you remember? Do you remember the secret black projects that the government had about um, remote viewing and all that? Do you know what remote viewing is? No, only thing I, I heard, remember hearing about in hindsight was like MK Ultra, like mind control stuff. Th- th- that's part of it. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really about all I know. Okay, so remote viewing. What they would do is is that they would have a psychic. What are you trying to stare at the goats oh, at the fucking? bursting. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. They they would have these psychics basically try and remote view. And it began with um, essentially them trying to spy on enemies of, you know, the U.S. And so they would spy on, like, Soviets. They would spy on Chinese. They would spy on everybody. And so they would, ha- you know, have these psychics that would try and, like, figure out where their bases are, where they're, um, you know, where they got, like, weapons of mass destruction or anything anything that's a threat to the US. They want to know if they could find and pinpoint these ideas. And so they would have like they would test them on like facilities of our own. And so this one guy, he was kind of like a prodigy. I guess his name was Pat, Pr- uh, you know, I guess his name. His name was Pat Price. And so he worked for the CIA. Uh, Jesus, hang on. Uh, let's see. Uh, he worked on Project Stargate. Now, if memory serves me right, Project Stargate, I think, was where they were remote viewing. Uh, I think that's what it might have been called. It's not necessarily like, you know, I can't remember what it was in The Men Who Stared at Goats. That might have been something a little bit different. I don't know if Pat Price is in that. He might be. Or they make a mention to him or whatnot. But anyway, what's interesting is is that Pat Price was trying to do remote viewing at a Russian base but when he was doing it, he discovered that there was a base in Alaska. And when he was looking, or like, you know, he was, you know, he was trying to reach out with his psychic abilities or whatever the fuck. So he doesn't know this factually, just what he no, saw in his No, it's vision. what he saw in his visions. Okay. Okay. So I make sure I understood that. Really. I know. I know. It's, it's weird. I know. So what he discovered is, as he said that uh, I wish I could remember what the mountain was, but there so were, I zero percent believe in psychic ability, so it's just all the bullshit. I getting. I know, I know, but hang on, it gets more interesting as I as you go further down the rabbit hole. Okay, just 
Just stay with all right, me. All right, all right. Keep holding my hand. We're going and we're going down. Hi, right, baby. Okay. So basically, Pat Price had found some sort of military base in the mountains, and I don't know what mountain it was, up in Alaska. And when he was remote viewing into this base, he saw uh, something. He saw like futuristic dials. He saw like just non-human is what he described. And so, you know, whether he theorized it could have been an alien base, because there's talk about alien bases all throughout planet Earth, right? And that whole conspiracy. And so that's what he says he saw. So if if memory serves me right, where does where does that go into the aviary? So Pat Price tried to go like tell people about what it is he saw he started like getting the ufo community involved and then he started to try and remote view what year is this you said this is 78 okay 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 so um uh when uh, brie when was the cold war because like he was remote viewing that was from the 50s uh to the late 80s okay so like went that long jesus yeah it did yeah um, but like he, he would have, he would do all sorts of stuff, but this is like a couple of things that he found. And so anyway, he kind of started getting in with the UFO kind of group. Right. Okay. And so then they, uh, this group or uh, not necessarily group, but you know, the avian or the aviary, gr- uh, you know, disinformation kind of people tried to like discredit his name. And then like, I can't remember if he died of natural causes. They I tried to discredit his name, even though. They, wasn't he said he was part of them or related well, to them? Yeah, that's you see that's what that's the interesting part. So here's the first name of the aviary, and he was known as Harold Hal Putoff, aka the Owl. Ooh, ooh, okay. Ooh. So in 1970, he did psychic research at CRI Stanford Research Institute. He worked with the CIA with Project Stargate. So he was one of the guys that worked with Pat Price. Okay. Okay. And now they're trying to harangue him? Well, no. You see, that's just it. Like, what what you're going to find with all of these guys is, is at one point, they say UFOs aren't real. But then, years later, they say UFOs are real. That's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna find is later as the years go by. Okay. First, he first they were hired by the CIA to basically discredit the idea of UFOs, and then later on they changed their tune. So it's like, what is the truth? That's the main. That's the main scope of this whole thing that I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Okay. Now let me. I was just asking why they fucking decided to go after him because he fucking changes. Because well, be, trying to be like out. I think I think it's because Pat Price really he wasn't really a part of the CIA. He was just hired by him, like a contractor or whatnot. Like Bob Lazar? Yeah, sure. Well, I get to Bob Lazar later. Bob Lazar is a part of this, too. What I was saying is that he basically was like trying to like kind of out information. That's what they were trying to like. I think so. Type thing. I think so. I was trying to draw the conclusion why they were. Right. Why Why would they target him? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, I, I want to say, I, I want to say they did, he, he did want to be a part of the clubhouse. Does that make sense? Okay. Like he, he rather wanted to be a part of the truth versus. You know, oh, we need to not, you know, tell that this this exists because we're going to scare the shit out of people. Okay. So anyway, um, the other thing about uh fucking uh fucking Hal, <sighs> aka the Owl, <laughs> is he worked with Scientology for many years. Nice. And so when he left Scientology, he started to do more research 
of... It's uh, never a good sign. <laughs> no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Um, so he started to do more research on UFOs later on, and then he started a program called To the Stars. Now, To the Stars was a program that worked on anti-gravity technology. That was their main purpose. Is that public information? Is this like, uh, I believe, yes. I believe it is public information. Okay. Okay. And so, and so anyway, um, he started this program with uh, a couple of other guys that... Uh, there's one guy on this list that I do not know. I can't remember his name, but he was another big player. And so he, he, he worked with the CIA and whatnot. Anyway... Uh, but To the Stars was back in 2017 is when they started this program. Now, they may have had access to, rec- like, um, with Bob Lazar, you know, with, like, doing reverse technology and whatnot. But, you know, it was, it was just slowly trying to promote the idea that, oh, we, we have this technology, or we can create this technology, right? Okay. So, moving on to the next guy. Because there's more there's more stuff that I wrote down later. But anyway... So the next guy, his name is Dr. Kit Green, aka Blue Jay. I put, I put fucking Blue Jay. Tw- I put Blue twice. Goddamn. Blue Blue Jay. Yeah, Blue Blue Jay. Mm. So anyway, Dr. Kit Green, he also worked on Project Stargate with fucking the Owl or Hal Putoff. And so he was a CIA an- analyst, and he went on to say that the famous alien autopsy. Do you remember the alien autopsy from the nineties? Yeah. yeah. He said it was true. Or no, wait, did he say, yeah, he said it was true. I thought that was a fake thing. That's what I'm saying, hang on. He said in the beginning when it first came out, he said it was true. I remember true. being so excited seeing that on TV. Like, I don't know if it was a replay, I don't know when it was first aired, but I remember it being in the 90s when I saw it. Oh yeah, same thing. And I was just like freaking out, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they were so, like, why don't we hear more about this? And there was nothing. Right. Just like the bodies they found in uh, Peru. Oh, they haven't said anything oh about the, that in a those months. little the little things yeah. they found that look like fucking paper mache and shit. Is, is it a scam or is it real? You see, that's just, just it. Died off. Just like I know. That. Just died off. I know. That's just it. So, in any case, he stated that at first, when that first came out, he said it was true, or at least it looked it looked real. But then later on, many years later, he said, "No, it's fake." So you know that I want to say that I want to say me personally, I think that is fake. I think that's propaganda piece. Whatever the fuck, who knows? Anyway. So, enter in one of the big fucking heavy hitters of the avian UFO dis- disinformation secret group, Richard Doty, a.k.a. Falcon. Uh, shut up. Executive producer? Yeah. Executive producer. Oh, sorry. Why did you say yeah? I don't know. I was I was leading the charge. When you're free, I, I, w- I wouldn't mind a drink. Zach, do you want a drink? Uh, yeah, I might need another drink. Thanks, hon. Yeah. I would have made something to snack on too. Chips, sweets, whatever. Whatever you feel like bringing, I appreciate it. You're the best. Aren't you interested? Yeah, but you're on your way back, so. Thank you. I love you. You're the best. All I right, can't, anyway. I can't continue until she comes back, though. Why? I don't know. Is it interesting thus far? Because it gets, it gets more weird. I know. Okay. They bring the drink. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell a joke. You go. I have a joke. I have a joke. Okay, what's your joke? Ladies and gentlemen, what do you call a potato with a penis? A patinus a po? A dictator. Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, any questions thus far? I've been asking them as we're going just because I'm. Well, then, no, that's making fine. Making sure that I am being clear and everything. Yeah, okay. Um. So <sighs> the Falcon works for the 
Blue Jay, Blue Blue Jay that works for the... All these guys work together. At Stargate. More, uh, not necessarily, well, um, I'm trying to see if Richard Doty, a.k.a. Falcon, uh uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if Richard Doty did work on Project Stargate. Hmm. So how is he related then? Well, I'll get to it. Oh, I thought you read it already. No, 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 no. Checking my email while I'm waiting for the bird, you know? Important things, I'm a businessman. People want to reach out and talk to me. Oh, my fucking God. I'm a local celebrity, you know? Well, I was going to say, while during this pause, like, what have you seen anything on Reddit lately on UFOs and shit like that? Not really a whole lot. Okay. Um, But they call it, they they like to try and call it UAPs, don't they? Yeah, um... And that's aerial, right? Aerial phenomenon. No, no, anomalous phenomenon. Oh, anomalous. Because uh, it implies that it could be from the water or air. It's not specific. Okay. Because they've seen some transmutable objects that seem to have gone from down below in the water up to the air, right? Like, seamlessly. Yeah. So they're saying it's transmutable because it can transfer over uh, material properties. I guess I'm trying to think of the word. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like from water to air, like they're different. Right. Okay. Well, they used to have it a different name. They would say uh, uh, UF, what would like unidentified floating object? No, it was I don't know. I can't remember. They they had something for water at first, but no, I think uh, I don't know if Richard Do- like Richard. I think most of these guys are still alive. The most of them are like most of them are still alive. I don't think anyone's died yet of this group, but. Um, uh, hurry up, Bree, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Christ. Taking her fucking time. Yeah, dude. she is taking her fucking God time. Damn. Richard Doty, a.k.a. the Falcon, was, was one of the biggest components of the aviary UFO dis- disinformation secret group. So basically, if... If Hal Putoff is AKA the Owl, which might be the money, and then Blue Jay might have been one of the doctors or whatnot, Richard Doty was the mouthpiece. We'll say that. Mouthpiece. What so, does that mean? He was the one who spoke quite a bit more than everyone else. He was more in the spotlight. So oh, hold on. Yeah, what? You're saying this bird group Yes. are sores of disinformation. Yes. You're implying that there was something to spread dif- disinformation about. About UFOs. Correct. Yeah. Oh, shit. Bombshell. Wait, what was the bombshell? Aliens are real? Well, that's what... The, you see, that's just it, though. The, these guys have changed their tune over the years. And, and the thing of it is, is the community doesn't want to trust them. Because they can't tell if whether it, what they're telling is true or if it's a lie. What What is the truth? Why would they say, like, uh, hang on, let me talk about Richard Doty. So, Richard Doty was a, si- a special agent for the Air Force of OSI, okay? He was in charge of the USO, UFO disinformation operations. His main goal was to infiltrate the UFO community and spread lies and propaganda, okay? That was his main purpose. So, there was a guy by the name of Bill Moore, Okay. And he was he was an author who wrote a book about um, I don't know what yeah like he had like UFO cases and so he was he was he was um, what do I want to say Hang on let me see essentially he had he had his book he would go do conferences and talk 
But then one afternoon, he talked about how basically he was getting money from the government to start spreading lies and whatnot. And they're like, he tried to come out and tell the truth about it, but he ruined his career within an afternoon about it. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Or did I fuck up? No. Okay. So anyway, um, he ruined his career by accepting payments for the government via Doty and helping <coughs> spread lies through the UFO community. But over time, Doty has changed his tune and says that UFOs are real. So Doty has con it, like I've seen Doty in a couple of uh, documentaries as of late. He might have been on that Bob Lazar documentary. I do not remember though. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know, but Doty also worked for Putoff, aka the Owl, and uh, basically Doty was a private contractor for ten years in the company Earth Tech. Now I'm going to talk about Earth Tech in a few. But basically, Putoff owns EarthTech. And so, EarthTech worked with U.S. intelligence community on black programs. Okay. And so, um, let's see. I'm trying to think if I need to talk about EarthTech right now. I might as well. I might as well. So, EarthTech was hired by the U.S. intelligence. And one thing they faced was something Hal called a critical issue. And so, like... Uh, like high-level security carp, um, compartmentalization, like you said. And so um, I I did record like a blip of him talking at like a TED Talk or something like that. And basically admitting to the fact that he was essentially hired to send out disinformation. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, let's see. Uh, Earth Tech was contracted to commi- uh, commission white papers from experts around the globe as to where their particular aerospace related subjects uh you know and aerospace type of stuff sorry that was a bunch of nonsense but bottom line you know he was essentially admitting to the fact that yeah ufos might be real but at one point you know and i think the the most frustrating thing with this is is that the further you go down, it's like, why? Uh, I could see, I could see from a moral standpoint why they would want to dissuade people from believing in UFOs. Because if you told everyone tomorrow UFOs are real, people would lose their shit. More people now are like open to the idea, but I still think we're just at that point of like just being terribly afraid. And people so are worried about like theological aspects, like oh, what about God? Yeah. Um, economy like oh there's no tomorrow like, yeah they're gonna think like you know yeah things don't need to carry on like they are and they'll fucking the economy will crash yeah like, people think it's gonna be really complex but i don't know if people largely would really give a shit like some people sorry <clears throat> some people would give a shit right but i don't i don't know if largely most people would be like really care a bit like all right so what's next yeah maybe i'm just being an optimistic person here i don't know could be the heart, the fundamentalist, any fundamentalist or extremist uh, religious person is going to have a problem with it. That's yeah, for sure. right. So um, enter in Jamie Sandera, a.k.a. Woodpecker. I know. What a name. Anyway, so uh, Jamie Sandera was a film producer, and he was a big advocate for wanting the truth to be out there when he was a part of the aviary. And so he worked on a documentary that he worked with Bob Collins. 
Now, Bob Collins is another kind of big com- component, a.k.a. Condor. I know. I'm just saying these are all all bird names. All these guys have all fucking code names. Okay. And did you, this information, is it just from this video or is there other, like, you know, uh, there, there were there were there were two videos I saw where they have these sources, and the reason why I think that two of them are real because I'm going to talk about the documentary. So they did something. Um, uh, let's see. So Bob Collins, aka Condor, was a part of OSI as well, and he was another member of the UFO disinformation campaign back in 1989. Okay, there was a broadcast that he worked with. Uh, Jim, uh, Jamie Sandera uh, called UFO Cover Up Live. And so they were talking about all kind of UFO stuff. And it was not necessarily live, but it was just a live broadcast. And so these guys worked on this documentary. And so, um, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. He was featured... And so when this when this thing aired, it got a lot of people asking questions. And so, uh, you know, what year did you say it was? This was 1989, I think. And so, uh, you know, they didn't know at the time. Oh, that's right. During this cover up, just like okay, do you remember the do you remember the interview that Bob Lazar did back in 19 like back in the early days? They had him blacked out, and so he was talking. So on this UFO documentary, they had two people who had their alias on there. One of them was Condor, and one of them was uh, fucking Falcon, which was Richard Doty and fucking Bob Collins, who were on that broadcast. And they had them covered off, and they were just they were talking about just basically how everything was kind of a cover up. But was it disinformation? Was it true? What what you know? What's the truth? Right. So, let's see. But because um, because everyone started asking so many questions after that live broadcast had happened, uh, I guess there was a kind of like a summit. And then like uh, later on, Bob, Bob Collins, I guess, went on to write a book. Like a lot of these guys have written books okay, about how they're, you know, they, they said one thing, but now they mean another now because I guess I don't know. But is it, is it just another trick? Hard to say. But anyway, um, basically, let's see. Uh, Bob Collins, a.k.a. Condor, later on in a book, explained that after this broadcast, there was a mini-summit to deal with the fallout of the documentary. And at the summit was the owl, which was Hal put off, the falcon, which was Richard Doty, and then Blue Jay was there also, so Kit Green. And then uh, Bill Moore, the guy with the author who, you know, he was basically admitting that he was getting paid by the government to do disinformation. Okay. So anyway, in the book, Bob Collins, Kit Green took center stage to figure out strategies on disclose of UFOs. And so, like, at this summit, they're talking about, like, how can we set up better ways to send out disinformation to the public? Because we don't want people asking questions. That's the last thing we need. We don't want people to, quote, believe. They just want them to think like, oh, it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's fucking whatever. Okay. So, anyway, the book. Um, Let's see. What? 
who talked about that. Was it Bob Collins who did that book? Okay, a book came out in 2006 called Exempt from Disclosure, The Black World of UFOs. It has all the great UFO stories in it, government cover-ups, documents from CIA. Uh, what's the DIA? Do you know what the DIA is? Bree, do you know what the DIA is? No, I do not. Okay, I can't remember. Anyway, so in that book, they've got all those stories, and then it's got like Bob Lazar talking about it, um, and whatnot. But the thing of it is, is that it was written by Bob Collins and Richard Doty. So is it just another smear campaign to try and make people just like question defense intelligence agency? Oh, defense intelligence agency. That makes sense. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, after, after I had kind of made those initial notes from, that one documentary. I pulled up another one. I wanted to see if there was any any other members of the aviary. How long were these documentaries? Uh, like, um, the, the Y-Files one is like an hour. I, I can send it to you. Right. I'll be interested. I oh, mean, yeah. I would listen to him. Oh, yeah. It's, he, he, he does his, re- like, I'm not doing it justice. He really dives deep into this shit. And so, like, there's there's another thing that I'm totally missing that has another part to play about this. There's it's not project purity, but there was there was something there's there was talks about how there was an alien peace treaty. And it's not the Eisenhower one. It was something completely different. But are you familiar with the Eisenhower one? Oh, you don't even know about the Eisenhower conspiracy one? No. Uh the 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 story goes is that Eisenhower went missing for like two days. Nobody knew where he was. And then all he said was is that he had a tooth that had to be repaired or fixed or something like that. But what people think is is that he went to a secret meeting of aliens and they signed a treaty saying, we get technology, you get to abduct, basically. This was with Eisenhower. That is disgusting. This licorice. What is this? Gingerbread flavor? I think it's fine. I've had like four pieces. Ugh. But you want to try some? I'll try a little bite. Yeah, you didn't know about that one? No, but like, that seems like some... Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. God damn. Jesus, woman. Fuck. <laughs> it's yours now, buddy. I guess I'm going to eat it now. Anyway, continue. So, when it comes to any weird theories, like, you know, I, I, I support stuff that there's like reasonable thought to get there but like what was a jump in logic like, he's gone for two days he went to an alien meeting like it's just like there's, how does that, like if there's some kind of like evidence for this i i want to say you know what i mean because it sounds like yeah no any I, bullshit make, make up any right, bullshit i know you can make any of bullshit i want to say there's dates that line up with current events at that time but i don't know i just don't fucking know i, I have to see more hey, credible hey, i know hey. Uh, it, it, I don't know. When was Roswell? Roswell was 47, right? 47. When was uh, was Eisenhower president in 47? Uh, Truman was. Truman? Okay. Was nope. Eisenhower before Roswell then? He was after. Okay, so he was after. Um, Eisenhower was after? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, but I watched this other documentary about the aviary. And then, like, the UFO, whatever. And so I wanted to get two more names. Or there were two more names that I think were a part of the aviary dis- disinformation. 
group. And so one of them that I wrote down was a guy by the name of John B. Alexander. Okay. Now, John B. Alexander is in the, uh, the movie Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh, he, okay. So, like, he's a real guy. So, um, who's, do you remember the scene where the, the colonel dude is, like, trying to run through the wall and he slams his head right into it? Vaguely, I saw that movie one time with you in theaters. Right. And I didn't know it was actually kind of based on that. Oh, yeah, no, it's real. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, it's real. I mean, I don't know how real the movie was or how much, you know. Right, right. But, yeah. It was was based at least loosely. It's based loosely off of actual stuff, right? Anyway, so I guess John B. Alexander was one of those guys who worked a part of, like, the MK Ultra shit. And they worked on, like, those secret black projects of... Um, you know, remote viewing with all these kind of like psychics that they would pick up. But the thing about him is, is he's a big paranormal guy. Like, if like what did uh, what did I fucking write down? Like he was a let's see, aka oh, what do you think his name was? His code name? Who, uh, John B. Alexander. John B. Alexander. Uh, fucking Professor X. What Professor X? No. He was a bird, a part of the aviary. Oh, yeah. So he's got to be a bird <laughs> code. He's got to have a bird code name. I fucking forgot. What do you um, think? I just meant in general. I didn't know, I didn't know it was part of the aviary. Um, yes. I don't know. Fucking eagle? I don't fucking have an idea. No. Penguin. Even though technically I don't think penguin. Is penguin considered a bird? Yes, it's a fucking bird. Okay. <laughs> it's a fucking I think I think it just I'm drunk because I, I just think birds fly and penguins don't fly, so yeah, therefore it's oh okay. Chickens fly. could barely fly. Ostriches don't fly. Emus don't fly. Turkeys can barely fly. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> That's rude. I know. Okay. Anyway, his code name was Penguin, and so pigs don't fly. He was a part. Like anything, anything fucking weird. He was a part of it. And he could he could have had like any kind of disinformation or whatnot, and so like Skinwalker Ranch, he was like he he helped with that fucking thing. What? I'm listening. I'm sorry. I know, I know. You, you, it's fine. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad. I'm wrapping this up. Ghost Adventures went to Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, he did. But did it really, wait, wait. Ghost Adventures then? Yeah. Do you have the episode? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'd love to watch it. I've never watched a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch. I've, I've heard about Skin it. Skinwalker Ranch is I've, weird. I've heard some weird details, but I've never, I've never watched anything about it. I would love to see that. How much do you know? How much do you know about the stories of Skinwalker? Uh, you know, like the mutilated cows, like cow remains, and like them, like oh, there's, that's... there's more. There's weird shit. There's um, a lot of. Do you know about the wolf? Maybe. Do you remember? Do you remember about the the wolf there? Maybe. Okay. I I don't remember every detail honestly, but I remember hearing some stuff and like it sounds sketchy, but it sounds like a lot of. Uh, there's a weird, there's a lot of weird paranormal shit. I mean, it sounds like a lot of, I guess I don't want to say mumbo jumbo, but like some a lot of that kind of shit I don't believe, and I'd be harping to believe without seeing it for myself. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm a non-believer, as you well know. That's fair. You you look I, at it with skepticism eyes. Oh, for sure. Which but is fine. Out of all the, out of all the weird shit to follow between ghosts and paranormal, whatever shit, like. Um, I put all my eggs into the alien basket, though, because it seems the most logical and likely over, like, fucking ghosts or other weird paranormal shit. That's fair. Because the universe is so fucking big. Yeah. 
We have no idea. But parallel universes could be a part of Ghost. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, okay. There's been some weird. I never considered that idea concept of before. Yeah, I've told you that before. I wasn't there's listening. Been, there's been episodes of Ghost Adventures. One stands out in particular, where they were in this abandoned house, whatever, and they were asking the questions on the the spirit box, mm-hmm. and they the voice came through the spirit box, but it was asking a question mm-hmm. like you would during an investigation. Yeah. So I was like, what if that's just a paranormal investigator in a parallel universe investigating the same house and there's a bleed through there because it's on a ley line or it has like a weak point between universes. My biggest issue Weird. with sphere boxes, and I don't think it's going to fucking land with either of you because you guys are so in it, but my biggest issue is that what is a spirit box? It's a channel scanner. It's a channel it scanner that goes radio super frequencies. Cl- it goes super quickly. Yeah. Now, why... Is that the reason, the way to communicate with the spirit realm? That why why was that the decision? Why is that used? What where is the empirical evidence that says like this is the device? If you scan the radio real quick, you might hear some shit. I like like I'm I saying, don't know. Right, do you, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like why is that I want to I, I want to say the science, quote unquote science, was is that ghosts use a particular type of energy that is used within. The the radio I know it's 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 all fanciful what? bullshit. But I'm not I'm not. I'd like to actually read your uh, description. Maybe that's true. I've never heard that. But I want what I've always wanted was like, why is that the definitive thing? Like oh, right, like that thing scans channels real quick. That's how they talk. We'll hear them. Like why? Like how does that make any sense? Like where's the science behind that? Right. Like that just seems well, dude, like, it's, it, well, it's just, just like a bullshit thing. Like right. some marketing shit. Like hey, you know, you could hear shit. If you used that, you might. Right. And the reality is, you're scamming. Well, it's the same thing so with like a, well, it's sounds. the same thing with like a Ouija board. How many hands are on the fucking you it's know? Just, Ouija boards aren't real. Yeah. But yes, they are. If they're, they're real, if, they don't. I I don't believe they actually connect anything. It's just a game. If the energy. No, no, no. If the energy can be used to manipulate the planchette I don't, to read a I message, I also don't believe in I, energies, quote I, unquote. I know, like I believe in the saying, like, but that's what I'm trying. Energy, like, you know, that's how you feel. You're sending emotions, like. Has an aura. That's that's the I logic. Hundred percent disagree. That's it the logic that they're saying. I I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying I disagree. And, is and my the opinion. I used it by myself without another person. And I know you say that, and I believe you, but I think, you know, subconsciously you can be like... Nope. Okay, I know you say that. Nope. And you can't say anything different because you're not in my head. Exactly, exactly. And I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying I agree with your experience. That was yours. I'm just saying, like, I having not experienced myself, I can't be on board with that. Is that fair? Yeah, I suppose. But I'm saying I know 100% I didn't move it. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm not arguing with you. And I, I don't believe, trust anyone else if I was with someone, like doing it with someone else. And I believe that's your experience, and I accept that. But having not had that myself to have, like, have my own... you got to open yourself up to... Okay, again, I'm, a, I'm not denying your experience. I'm just saying, like, without having done so myself, I cannot be on board with that concept at all. Okay. See, I thought that was a demon, but it was just you. <laughs> that was a very demonic sound. Like well, I know. You're, you're welcome. All right, great aside. So let's get back to business here. Okay. There's one more name. Now, I didn't get a name, but I want to say he is Eagle. And the only reason why I say that is because in the documentary, there was... America. One, huh? Well, he had like an Eagle t-shirt on, and I was just putting two and two together. <laughs> and he was he's like the most top 
it like this this guy sounds like he's the the number one dude who might be pulling the strings oh, for all there. of these guys. This makes me excited. I want to hear what that has to say. Sorry. It was a it's a post on Reddit saying like spirit boxes, like how do they work? Where is the logic? Oh my god. I would love to hear people shit. Okay. All right, sorry, continue. So anyway, this guy's name is Cecil B. Scott Jones. Or jo- is it Jones? Yeah, Jones. Cecil B. Scott Jones. So this guy was on like I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to explain his function because he wasn't necessarily a part of the aviary in the sense of just dealing with just UFOs but he worked on a program called Project Mockingbird Now isn't that funny It's called Project Mockingbird I don't why is it funny? Well, because his main thing was to do disinformation for every media outsource. Okay. In terms of shaping the narrative for whoever the narrative needs. Okay. okay. Wasn't just necessarily just UFOs. So like he was pulling the strings. Like he's one of the big heavy hitters. I need to do more research on this guy and see what ties he has to, you know, government and whatnot. Because the only thing I wrote down was just CIA. He worked CIA. All about narrative. Um, oh, I'd like to hear when Zach's ready. Um, it's but, radio stations the same way the radio in your car does. The theory is that spirits can manipulate electromagnetic energy, such as radio waves, to communicate. It scans low frequencies, or so I understand, to avoid interference with regular radio stations, which are at higher frequency. If they scan quickly, they have a higher chance of landing on a frequency where they get a hit. I hear it, but I still think that's like grabbing like, for grabbing for peaches, grabbing for straws. Like someone's oh. like trying to explain. This person, this person said the guys. Oh, someone's someone thought they were asking like the investigators use the radio to speak to, like rather than what they're listening for. Like, right. No. Um, I mm, sorry. Then, but no. Then they said, I don't know what actually happens when something comes through. Sometimes it seems like a blip where they just happen upon a regular radio transmission. There was one time they got a voice like no credit, where it was pretty obviously a commercial. When the same voice speaks over multiple suites, I, I can't give you an explanation. And see, those are the ones that I pay more attention. No, to. I, I know, I know that. Yeah, where it's like so many, but you get a whole sentence. I just, no, I, I I understand what you just read, and I understand what you're saying. I just feel like, m- my opinion, it's a reach. That's all. I, that's all I feel. Give that to Bree, would you? Yes. Zach was pointing to. It, he's like, give me the fucking Reese's. I just Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, it's a strange world out there. If I get more information, I'm going to dive more she into this. Huh? Oh, no, yeah. No, I, don't want, I don't want any more. Oh, okay, she doesn't want any yeah, she does. No, I don't. Take it. Take I another don't, nibble. I don't want any more. Put oh your God. mouth. I don't want o- any more. Open your mouth and swallow it. No. Anyway. Come on now. But I'm going to do I'm gonna do some more digging of this aviary. It's got me Is that, all quick. Is that it? That's all I got. Oh. That's all I got. Doing a whole lot of explaining, but not doing a lot of explaining. Like, How's that relevant today? What do we learn? There's people who spread infor- disinformation. Thanks, asshole. What about the UFOs, the NHIs, the UAPs? Come on, give me some deets. Got to, that's that's all I got. Is is that the the only thing is is that they they currently could be working today. A lot of them have changed their tune about UFOs, and so whether it was the stuff in the past, like well, it's just like all the cases. You know, these guys were there. They these guys were there to shape the narrative. To either p- 
persuade humanity into thinking uh, UFO. You know, like there was a big surge of UFOs in the '90s. Would you agree? In terms of media, like I mean, that's what started picking up. Probably that's when all, it probably because of all the czar, and then in the, the most recent decade, it's picked up a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. With the with the rise of the internet, but I mean, like I'm, I'm talking like pop culture. I'm talking like media. I'm sure. talking yeah, like Independence Day. Like people were more kind of like, huh? Okay, aliens. Gotcha. Exciting. Yeah. Versus like you know back in the 70s or 80s, you know they're they're looking at it and it's like, oh, that's just sci-fi, right? Sure. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and so these it just it just these these people. You know, it's an interesting bunch. It's it's just like when you have names versus they. Like, okay, we always say the government, right? I I don't like using the term the government, even though that is what the government is. It's a bunch of people who are running things. But when you can put a name to it, you can go, okay, what is this person's motivation? What is their, you know, what do they know? What is it that they're not telling us? That's when you can start looking through the cracks, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so with these names, it's just like, okay. And it's just like, and also it helps. It's like, okay, who was, who was the owl? Do you remember his name? Not Doty. Uh, no, Richard Doty was the falcon. Fuck. Okay. Uh, falls out, parks out, somebody who was out. <laughs> Hall. Hall. It was, let's see. Hang on, let me go back. It was... Harold Hal put off. Put off. Put there off. And that was a lot, I was saying out off. Off. Yeah. Sorry. And see, what's interesting about put off is is that um, he's working with CIA even today. Like I said, in 2017, they had a they had a kind of a thingy about talking about anti gravitational type whatever. And what's even more interesting is is that the second documentary that I watch, they think Bob Lazar is lying. They say he's not. He's he's full of shit. There's people who are are, are for and against Lazar. I know, and so Lazar is an interesting case. I don't know. There's little things that credit him, and then there's other things that discredit him. For sure. And so, like, okay, um, I'm trying to think of the the two guys who did that Bob Lazar documentary, which was George Knapp, mm-hmm. who's the Vegas guy, mm-hmm. and then also who's that other dude? He's got a fucking is it James Corbell? Yes, James Corbell. So they think that they're a part of, um, not necessarily the aviary, but they think that they're using they're using UFOs to just get money, and that you know Bob Lazar's particular case, whether true or not, can give him fame and fortune. But he says he, I mean, the whole thing is that Lazar says he doesn't care about that. Right. He wants to be leave, left the fuck alone. Right. But one would argue, I suppose, you know, what's one way to get the spotlight on you is when you say, I don't want to be looked at. For sure. And that's crossed my mind as well. Yeah. So, you know, it. I don't, I don't know. Bob Lazar is an interesting, is an interesting character. Corbell and Knapp are businessmen. Who could be capitalizing? Because because uh, Corbell did, he did a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch. Right, right. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I want to, but you know, that, that I think the the big takeaway from this is it's just like, in order to find the truth, 
you you're gonna do a lot of fucking digging and whether you find it or not oh my god whether you find it or not i don't know because you're just you're gonna have skepticism to doubt no matter what you do nothing you you you, there's just many god damn this reese's caramel is really sticking to my teeth (laughs) fucking christ i don't know i don't know what to believe like there's just there's so many stories where I go okay that seems plausible, and then there's other stories where I was just like okay that's a that's a good point to bring up interesting, like you know Bob, Bob Lazar when I watched this other documentary I was just like huh, so he couldn't say this and this and this, even though, because like yeah, one of the big things that um a lot of people were asking him about was is his credentials right. Right, right. That was that was a big thing about the skepticism. Yeah, him. with yeah. the skepticism. Now, I'm not denying the fact that he's brilliant. The dude has video of being him, like building a fucking rocket car in his backyard. So the guy has, he guy the guy has a background. Now, whether or not the CIA or whoever tried to wipe it because he became a whistleblower or whatnot, I could see that happening. But the other thing that I can see is is that there's too many little cracks. So I guess he he had mentioned one person that was at MIT that doesn't exist. Like some some professor that he had that I guess doesn't exist. So when that happens, I'm like, okay, well, did he misspoke? Was it something? Did he did whatever? I don't fucking know. I have no idea. It's possible. That's the problem with when you say the government. You know, that's why I like names. When you find names... Like, I need to look on the Cecil B. What's his fucking name? Cecil B. Scott Jones. This guy sounds. No, Cecil B. Scott Jones. This guy sounds interesting because he's not in the spotlight. But from what the documentary guy says, is that he is like one of the biggest guys pulling the strings. So, I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You make a good point, though. When you put a name on something instead of just like a. Instead of just a big title like that, yeah, that's when you can f- it humanizes you. Uh huh. Yeah, it gives you something to point at. Yep. That's a fair, fair, fair point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, take us home, Adam. Take us home. This has been uh, another wonderful episode of Intellectual. You look so tired. A to Z. You may email us. Email us intellectualdecline at gmail dot com. I swear to fuck one of these days. I'll say that smoothly and it won't hiccup. Yeah. Um, I can't fucking. It's do been it. a fun ride of starters and starting you on UAP stuff. If you this is your first rodeo, UFO. Good you know? God! But they're. Trans- I'm gonna call it UFO. Tr- I don't give a. They're fuck. transmutable, man. I know, but I I don't care whatever kind of fucking bullshit science you throw what about at the gimbal it. Gimbal footage. Uh you're gonna have to show me this. I haven't seen it. I, I I forgot we need to talk about the fucking Miami Mall. We'll do that another fucking time. The what? Oh, the Miami Mall. What about the Miami Mall? Uh, we'll the talk. Alien? Stay. We'll. Wait, stay. what alien? There was an alien walking around the Miami Mall. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. We could talk about this real quick. What? Like, what? 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 When? Wow. How do you not know about this shit? When was this? Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> around <laughs> the, the, uh, the at the end of the year, New Year's Eve. This year. Yes. I mean, 2023? 2023. Okay. In Miami. Um, was it Bayside? I don't know. It was, it, was, it, was something, it was something in the mall. And so here, let me pull up, let me pull up a fucking photo. 
So the story goes is that the police were summoned at this mall because there were kids fighting and lighting off firecrackers. That's the story that the want to tell the the world. Okay. But there were a couple of testimonies that went on like TikTok or YouTube where these guys were talking about how they saw a portal or something open up in the mall. People fucking freaked out, were running, running away, and they saw these three tall black figures coming out from the portal. And so they didn't know whether to say it was aliens. They didn't know whether to say we, they didn't know what to think. They saw it, they got scared, they ran away. And so there's videos online, I don't know how real they are. I think a good majority of them are fake. But the one thing that is real is just the response that the police did. This is what's weird. Because there was like 30 fucking cars. Uh, Cop cars? Yes, there was that many. Okay, so that's the picture of the, all the fucking cop cars outside this mall. The response of it. And that's a legitimate picture? Yes. Jesus. Yes. So they're saying that there, there was saying that there was a fight that broke out between, it could have been gang, could have been kids lighting off fireworks inside, but other people have gone on TikTok. And then. That's the only picture that there is? That's I mean, there's, there's other things you can find. I just I wasn't going to spend time just trying to look them up. But, but but it's only anecdotally though like oh there's a portal with aliens. That, yes. That's all we know. Yeah. It's an- anecdotally that's it. Though. There the, the, the there's one video I think is fake. It's it doesn't seem real. There's another video that could be real. I don't know. I'd have to pull it up and find it. But it's like I, I don't know. Like, you'd have to listen to the testimony of these people. And the only reason why I believe them to some degree is is just the way, like, okay. Do you know how a stupid person is very honest? Does that make sense? I try my best. Okay. The, I think the more the more dumb you are, the more honest you're going to be. Is, 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 that a, is that a horrible thing to say? I don't know if it's if, true, if, but if, I hear what you're saying. Like, a clever person can be clever because they can make up a story. Okay. But these people's testimonies, in my opinion, were just very... They were just... They they didn't know what they saw. They couldn't explain it. They they, they, they had no words other than um, they said that they saw a flash, there was a portal, and then three beings popped out of it. it was, and they were tall, really, really fucking tall. Is it in Miami? Yeah, this is in Miami. So you're saying Miami's full of a bunch of dullards? Sure. I mean, it is in Florida, after all. What can I say? But what's really interesting is someone thought, hey, let's take the court. Like, I, you see, I don't know how true this is. The, this this is stretching. I think it's an interesting kind of hypothesis, if you want to call it that. But bottom line, they punched in the coordinates of this mall, and they reversed the coordinates on a whim. I don't fucking know how. 
but it lines up with Antarctica. And so there's there's rumor there's like speculation that the Antarctica is one area where, you know, aliens are doing shit like that. And so, you know, they're fuck Wait, what? Oh, the Negan, yeah. Like, oh, this this is a cryptid type thing. Yeah, but oh it's in Antarctica. Right. But it's... Negan? No, he's from Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Anyway, so they theorize is that the aliens fucked up when they were traveling and put it in the wrong coordinates, which I don't think is true. It's an interesting coincidence, but who knows? So, anyway, that's the story. There's, like I said... Uh, if I can find any videos, I can send you to them. I'll send you them. But, like, just uh, two of the testimonies I just listened to, I was just like, I don't know. I don't think this guy's making it up because from what he sounds, he's fucking scared. Like, fucking trembling. Only one of them came back and said, oh, I made it up. And is that one of those, like, instances where someone talked to him told him he need to get back on social media just like the same with the fucking the aliens in fucking Vegas that whole situation right yeah 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 so i don't know it's a crazy world out there but the Miami mall is an interesting one i need to do more research on that one thanks for listening to us the intellectual kind from a to z uh email like subscribe whatever makes you happy and we will catch you on the flip side <laughs>